everybody, this is another episode of From Nikki with Love. It's me, Nikki. I'm a 24-year-old in the Philippines and I started this podcast in the hopes that it has a positive effect on me and my listeners. I talk about life, movies, books, and everything in between. If you want to ask me anything I can respond to through the show, just go to bit.ly slash heynikki. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash heynikki. Wow. Okay, it's been raining a lot these past few days and kind of like it although nag brown out kami the other night um but yeah that's <laughs> the only interesting thing that's happened to me <laughs> recently um I'm, I'm enjoying the rainy season i hope you you guys are too and today we are gonna talk about something difficult yet also um Something that's necessary to talk about as well, and the tap the topic <laughs> the topic um, is difficult people. So someone sent a question through the form through the bit.ly slash Heineke uh, Google form. Someone asked, "How do you deal with difficult people?" And I think this is a great question because you know some of us are probably stuck in quarantine with difficult people. Some of us are difficult people. <laughs> um, I know that I have also struggled with um, being a difficult person myself. I have had my moments in life and I'm sure you, you've you had those moments in life too. So that's our topic today. And like I said, it's it's a necessary topic. How do we cope with these people in our lives? And, you know, uh, it goes without saying I'm not a professional, just speaking from life experience. So I hope that you all enjoy this episode. So before we talk about, um, you know, how we deal with difficult people, like, let's talk about what, like, what makes a difficult person. And I asked my friends also, Ceci and Chris, my only two friends, <laughs> you know, not only two, but yeah, my best friends, Ceci and Chris. And, you know, we all agreed on some of these um, categories and I gave names to them. Um, well, they're not very original. Like, the first one is Negative Nancy. So, uh, siguro narinig yun na yun somewhere, you know, those Negative Nancys in your life, um, yung mga taong laging mereklamo or laging negative yung unang papansinin or, you know, default nila is negativity. You know, those are the negative Nancys. Second is um, Debbie Defensive. <laughs> Ito yung mga siguro hindi marunong makinig or kulang sa sympathy or empathy. <laughs> hindi marunong mag-sorry or laging may excuse sa mga um, actions nila in life or lagi silang tama dapat or mainitin ng ulo those are the Debbie defensive and the third one is and the last one that I wanted to bring up is Presco Pedro inimbento ko lang to um, I wanted to um, to name it because I have had a recent experience with the Presco Pedro before uh, recently and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna share that later but yeah Presco Pedro ito yung mga <laughs> feeling close or masyadong komportable masyadong Presco and um, they can't really sense uh, social boundaries or 
minsan parang kulang sa pansin or you know mga papampam alam niyo na what I'm talking about uh, so yeah these are the three categories I wanted to give as examples negative Nancy's Debbie defensives and Presco Pedros <laughs> and I'm sure there are a lot of different kinds lot more different kinds of um, difficult people but yeah this is this is just to give an example of what makes a difficult difficult person So, you know, I'm sure lahat naman tayo guilty of being difficult on some level and what's important before we talk about how we cope with other difficult people is, you know, let's be aware first if we ourselves are being difficult people, you know. Um, are you being a difficult person? Like, ask yourself, um, when you find yourself confronted with a problem, you know, what's your first instinct, you know? Um, when was the last time you hurt someone else's feelings? Did you apologize to that person? And, you know, when was the last time you got angry? And do you think you could have uh, responded differently? Uh, are you aware of other people's uh, body language? Uh, can you sense social boundaries? Can you tell if someone is uncomfortable? You know, ask yourself these things because, like I said earlier, you know, we're gonna talk about how we how we deal with difficult people, but you should also be aware if you are a, are being a difficult person. So, uh, write down things that you wish you could be better at and do them. You know, I have a journal and sometimes when I go about my day and I react to a thing in a way that I wish I could have reacted differently, I take the, uh, take it uh, at, I take a, me- a mental note and then later on cigarette before sleeping, I take my journal and then write it down. L- like, let's, for, let's say for example, like, Um, I want to be more patient or maybe I want to have a calmer tone when I'm speaking or I want to pause for 20 seconds before before responding in an angry way. Things like that. Um, so just, uh, you know, learn to recognize these unattractive and probably harmful traits in yourself and also in other people. So first things first, I wanted to discuss Um, two things. First is the circle of control and circle of no control. So, siguna, siguro narinig mo na to somewhere um, in life before. Um, you know, there are only some things that you can really control in your life. And those are, uh, that thing is you. You know, your words, your reactions, the way you respond to situations like that that's literally the only thing within your circle of control and outside is the circle of no control you know you can't ever you can never really control other people's words or behavior or how they respond to situations no matter how annoying they are you know so that's the circle of control and no control and i wanted to bring that up because i will be using that throughout um the episode And another thing is, grabe seven minutes na hindi pa rin tayo about how we deal with difficult people. But just wanted to lay the groundwork, you know, just to, just to give you a background of what I will be referring to throughout the tips that I'll be giving later. So, yeah, and the second thing is, yung, uh, second to the circles of control and no control is, you know, to, to know the freeing thought of knowing that It's not your fault if someone in your life is being difficult um, or problematic or, you know, just just um, just difficult, you know, mahirap, mahirap makasama. Um, 
and like I said, the only re- your only responsibility um, is how you carry yourself in this world. So that's very freeing to know personally for me. You know, hindi mo kasalanan kung um, kung tamad siya or di mo kasalanan kung di marunong magbudget ng pera yung difficult person in your life or di mo kasalanan kung lagi may inatulo niya whatever. You know, this can apply to anyone, to your friend or roommate or brother, sister or mom or maybe workmate if you're working from home nowadays, you know. So let's dive right into it. Like, how do uh, how do we deal with difficult people? And I want to um, list it down in four, four tips, okay? So the first one is know that you can't change people you can't change people and some of us um some of us maybe learn this the hard way siguro through friendships or through relationships maybe you've been frustrated with a significant other or a best friend and you know you're annoyed by how they sometimes deal with their problems in life or how they have conversations with you or how they communicate with others and you try to give them advice, but they just won't listen. You know, I have been that friend many, many times um, with um, with my close friends. You know, I would ask advice. They would give me advice. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't really. It goes in one ear and out the other ear, you know. And, you know, that's, you know, that just proves that, you know, you can't really change people. You know, you can try, but if someone doesn't want to cooperate, the success rate is very low. And there's only so much you can do, and it's it's hard enough to to be responsible for yourself. You know what more if you have to be responsible for another person's life. So this is another freeing thought: is to know that you can't change people, and that's my first note out of the four notes that I'll be giving in you know how we deal with difficult people. First of all, know that you can't change other people. You know, so. Moving on to the second thing I wanted to talk about is to communicate feelings and thoughts uh, in a calm manner, no matter how difficult it is. If you're if you're having a conversation with someone who just won't listen, or someone who's very defensive, or someone who's very negative, um, you know, try to communicate your thoughts. Um, and feelings calmly and this is effective if the other person knows how to listen to reason but if you know if they're debbie defensives (laughs) defensive debbies (laughs) um you know and they're bad listeners or they're non-listeners you know maybe this won't help at all but you know you can try is is my point the third one um is and this is important you know someone's bad day does not define them so I think my point here is we all have bad days and we all have been difficult to our family and friends at some point in our lives. And there are some people who aren't difficult by nature. (laughs) Some people just have bad days and that's okay. And I guess this tip is to remind you to not let a person's bad day, you know, define them. Don't let that um, define how you think of them. And, you know, be... Um, this is a way to practice um, patience and, you know, give room 
for mistakes for other people because I'm sure that people in your life have given you room to make mistakes as well in some way or another. But on the other hand, if someone has been difficult for the entire duration of time that you've known them, then you know maybe a bad day isn't really an excuse or an explanation at this point. Maybe they are really difficult um, by nature. And, you know, there are really some people like that in life. And, you know, that's the third, uh, that's the third point. Someone's bad day does not define them. So just think of that. If someone is being difficult, maybe they're just having a bad day. Give them the benefit of, uh, of the doubt. And the fourth and last tip I have, and um, I wanted to spend some time on this because this has helped me um, this has personally helped me so ma- so much, <laughs> so much, <laughs> and it's to detach. Next, I was detach, so match, detach, and it's to detach. Um, and you know, don't get me wrong; it's not to it's not to emotionally shut down yourself from other people. That's not what detach detachment or detaching means. Um, but yeah, I I looked up this article. Um, well, I didn't look this article specifically look this article up specifically but um i looked up detaching and if it's a thing you know if it's a thing in um relationship studies or whatever and there really is a a um an explanation behind it and how effective it is and i saw this article by darlene lancer she's the author of codependency for dummies <laughs> so she wrote a for dummies book and the article she wrote is called the what when, why, and how of detaching from loved ones. So, ayun, let's talk about some of the things that um, that she said in the article. And it says that it's normal to be attached to people and to care about people, of course. You know, we're all human beings. We're all social, loving beings. And it's normal to be attached to people and to love them and to care for them. But if you find yourself being over-involved or too worried about um, this person or what they say or what they do, then it's probably good to detach, all right? So like I said earlier, to detach doesn't mean to to be physically distant. So you can detach and still live with someone in the same house, so that's possible. Um, and also, to detach does not mean emotional withdrawal. So it doesn't mean that you should become emotionally unavailable or that you should be aloof to this person that doesn't really uh, that that's not what detaching means so what is detaching uh, detaching is letting go of our expectations and entanglements with other people's problems and affairs isn't that so beautifully put and it means to stop reacting to things they say and do and obsessing and worrying about things so if you find yourself worrying about this difficult person and his or her effects on your life then you know this is a way that's maybe a sign to detach Uh, and she says she continues um we take control of our feelings and thoughts and mind our own business. So that's what detaching means now, to mind our own business and take control of our feelings and thoughts. Um, it doesn't take away our feelings and concern, like I said earlier, um, but it channels them in a healthy manner. So, end quote. So, you know, I just want to reiterate here, yung circle of control nga. So, eti yung, you know, let go of things that you can't really control, namely the difficult person's um entanglements and expectations ikangani um ni lancer and 
you know, how do we detach? What are the main steps in detaching? And Lancer gave four key ingredients of detaching. And the first one is to have appropriate boundaries. And I think it was from, I think I watched an Anna Akana video. If you guys don't know Anna Akana, go check her out on YouTube. I love her content. I've been watching her for years and years. And I think I watched one of her videos. And she said there na, you know, treat yourself how you would treat your best friend. So for example, if someone is being rude to your best friend, so f- in my case, let's say someone is being rude to Ceci or Chris, like of course I would want to stand up for them, you know, to to defend them and to to sort of um to guard them against this rude person. Um, you know, you'd stand up for your best friend because you know that your best friend deserves to be treated well. So that's how you should also treat yourself then according to what Anna Akana said. So if someone is crossing boundaries, for example, then you should learn to um to stand up for yourself and to say no at times, you know. And um I wanted to share at this point yung yung experience ko with the Presco Pedro recently. <laughs> um uh it was a family thing and there's this um there's this one person there and she started grilling me about the the breakup and you know i would think that i would know how to respond to a situation like that like i would think na and mind you like this person and i were not close at all so you know like before that happened like i i would think that i can stand up for it for myself i think i would i would be able to say i'm not comfortable talking about this i'm not comfortable you know maybe we can talk about something else but for some reason when i was already in that situation when someone is talking to me about a topic that i don't really want to talk about for some reason like i froze and i i still answered her questions although i did answer them vaguely but the point is i still answered and you know it's one of those times that if I just had a time machine, I would go back and say, no, you know, I don't want to talk about this or maybe we can talk about something else. And yeah, it was just one of those moments in life that you don't expect to freeze, but you do. And yeah, I'm sure you guys have had ex- um, varying experiences of the same kind then. Na maybe someone is talking to you about something or... Um, doing something that you're not really comfortable with. And that's the time that we should remind ourselves to set boundaries because it's not really rude. It's not rude to, to set boundaries. What's rude if, is, is if, I know, if someone is crossing your boundaries or if you're crossing someone's boundaries. But it's not rude or, you know, it's not rude to set boundaries for yourself if you're not comfortable with something you know that's just taking looking out for yourself so that's one um the first um key ingredient of detaching according to to lancer having appropriate boundaries you know so the second one is accepting reality (laughs) so accepting reality accepting what is so look at or think of this difficult person in your life and accept 
them as they are right now. And again, you know, think about the circle of control. You can only really control yourself, your words, and your actions. You can't control this difficult person's actions, words, behavior. And you can't change people, um, like we talked about earlier. And I love this quote by Maya Angelou. And she said, um, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. So if someone is being, let's say, um, if someone is being rude to you, you know, constantly rude to you or constantly negative, and, you know, you have to believe that that's them. That's 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 who they are. You know, I, I, I'm not saying that's all they are. I'm sure that people have good sides to them. But what I'm saying is, if someone is showing to you who they are, you know, believe them and stop making excuses in your head na, you know, maybe, especially, you know, I'm sure a lot of us do this in relationships na, you know, maybe he's just having, you know, a bad day or maybe it's because I said something that ticked him off or, you know, we sort of justify it in our head. And sometimes that's not healthy for us and that's what, that's why I love this quote by Maya Angelou and if, you know, when someone shows you who they are, believe them and you know just stop making excuses for people in your head believe them that's what they're showing to you just believe them believe that that's who they are and that's i guess how we can connect it back to you know accepting reality in terms of detaching um in situations like this and um Aside from that, Lancer talks about, um, she said, examine whether your expectations of the other person are reasonable. So baka naman sobrang you expect this person to buy you iPhones or iMacs and you're, and they don't want to and you're, you tell them, you're being difficult. You know, iba naman yun. Maybe you're the one being difficult, girl. So examine your expectations of uh, the people in your life and you know to ask yourself reasonable by your expectations go and you know by reasonable you know if it's if you expect respect and care and you know um respecting each other's boundaries then that's totally reasonable okay so yeah yun yung yun yung accepting reality and the third one is being in the present, not the past or future. So, um, I like this because I think in difficult situations or you know situations with people who are being difficult, um, we sort of it's easy for us to think of past mistakes that this person made and sort of use that against them. Na parang ganyan kaya, de ba? Ginamaran yun nung two years ago, blah 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 blah. Like we always bring up past. And, you know, I'm also guilty of this. You know, we bring up past things that this person does, and you know, we we sort of just expect this person to just to just mess up again, and that's not really that's not really fair of us. So, I think that's my my takeaway from this tip: to be in the present and not the past or the future, and don't obsess over what this person did or what you think this person will do just focus on today like what your problem is today and focus on yourself again the circle of control the circle of control and the last part um the last of the four key ingredients of detaching is to take responsibility for our feelings and needs 
so i think this ties in beautifully with um with um uh yung having appropriate boundaries and to yun nga yung circle of control again walang katapos ang circle of control um you know focus on yourself know that it might it might be better for you and your mental health and emotional health if you detach yourself from this difficult um difficult person in your life and look out for yourself because baka you're you're taking up too much time uh, out of your day to sort of concern yourself um with this person and it's stressing you out now your hairs are falling like <laughs> a gray hairs kana you know so with that even if you're concerned about that difficult person you're not taking responsibility for yourself in that way so remind yourself to you know maybe step back and focus on yourself and and in and your mental emotional health so those are the four key ingredients of detaching and i find it so helpful uh, just to summarize it's having appropriate boundaries accepting reality being in the present and taking responsibility for our feelings and needs So, ayun, another thing that Lancer said is detaching is letting go with love. So, like we said earlier, detaching isn't really emotional, like emotion like shutting down emotionally. Like you can let go of another person with love and she quotes, as she I quote her, rather than um rather than be invested in changing or controlling others we can be compassionate and encourage them you know we have we have no need to argue or persuade others but instead you know curious we are curious of differing points of view and this shows respect and honors boundaries and separateness and you guys sinasabi natin hindi naman um just because you detach from someone doesn't mean you um have to emotionally um stop caring about them or emotionally detach yourself from them completely and i wanted to bring up that i think a big reason that um that we find difficult people difficult is because we're often disappointed that they're not what we expect them to be or that they're not better people and we care about them so it's difficult to see them being that way or being problematic so i think that's Um, one of the reasons um, that we find difficult people difficult because we have these expectations of them in our head so i guess um you know that's that's where accepting reality goes in that you know this person is just really that way if especially if they're if they've been that way for a long time and it's it's freeing to it's freeing to acknowledge that you are not them You know, if if it's your girlfriend difficult, know that you are not her. And if it's your dad be, being difficult, you know that you are not him. You know, it's so freeing to say that because I think when we're dealing with these people um, in our lives, we become so embraced or so mixed in with the problem. Na parang you just keep associating yourself with with this person or this problem or emotions, negative emotions, and you kind of lose yourself in it you know so it's good to detach from it and other benefits according to lancer of um, detaching is you know we learn to love we gain peace freedom and power and we gain we gain time for ourselves you know time not stressing 
um, we learn independence and self-responsibility and we will probably encourage that in others we will encourage self-responsibility in the to in the difficult uh, people in our lives so that's basically it those are all the 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 things i can um uh i can say about dealing with difficult people and you know just to summarize the first is know that you can't change people you know you'll only be endlessly frustrated every time um someone doesn't act the way you wish they would second is communicate your thoughts and feelings calmly third is someone's bad day does not define them and fourth is to detached you know don't get over involved with someone you know is a difficult or problematic person and be aware of your circles of control and no control have boundaries accept reality <laughs> it's so funny that i'm talking about um this topic because again this is a topic that i am constantly continuously struggling with you know struggling with not being a difficult person and struggling with dealing with difficult people and like i said earlier we are all difficult people in some way or another so always be always be um self-aware so and you know if you're if you're in a situation where you are in danger na physical or mental or emotional or otherwise you know seek help get help you know that that's the time to physically distance uh, distance yourself from um from that person or people but if it's just you know if it's just a an annoying brother or sister or an annoying friend or annoying coworker you know just think of these tips <laughs> and save yourself from from stress um through these tips so that's it um i hope you guys enjoyed this advice episode um one way or another and thank you for listening and you know, feel free to share this on Instagram and tag me at Nikki Vicente. I love hearing your thoughts about um, the topics that we talk about on this um, on this show. Um, I appreciate you guys reaching out to me about the show. And like I said at the start of this episode, if you want to ask me anything I can respond to through the show, just go to bit.ly slash heynikki. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Hey Nikki. That is it for today. This was from Nikki with love. Mm-hmm.